to pray that we will not be deceived in this age that will we'll be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Let's begin to pray. Oh Lord Jesus, we give the glory, the praise, and the honor, oh God. You said, oh God, in your word that 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 do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Lord Jesus, change the way we reason, oh God. Change the way we think, oh God. You said, oh God, we will be transformed by the renewing of our minds, oh God. Lord Jesus, renew our minds, oh God. You said we have the mind of Christ. Enable us, oh God, to focus on you. Above all, above everything else, oh God. Enable us, oh God, to focus on you. Enable our desires, our heart, oh God. Lord Jesus, to be completely set, oh God, in the type of people that you want us to be, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, transform our minds, O God. Transform our minds, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in this day and age, let us not be deceived, O God. Let us not have a mind that can be swayed to and fro by the world. Let us not have a mind, O God, that that will see things of the world and want to, to copy that, oh God. You said, oh God, friendship with the world is enmity to God. Lord Jesus, enable us, oh God, to look at the things of the world like that. Let everything that is in the world be be contrary to our lifestyle, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, enable us to emulate you, oh Lord. Everything that you did on earth, let that be our focus, oh God. Lord Jesus, if we have the mind of Christ, then we can achieve what you achieved on this earth when you transformed this world, Lord Jesus, through us, oh God, Lord Jesus, transform this world. Lord, change, oh God, the way we think, oh God, even as the scripture says, oh God, that that we should offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is a spiritual act of worship. Enable us, oh God, to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, oh God. Lord Jesus, every day, oh God, let us... Let us die to our flesh, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let us die to sin, O oh God. Let there be nothing, O oh God, hindering us, O oh God, in the name of of Jesus. Let I pray, O oh God, that you should strengthen us, O oh God, to be completely and directly in line with the will that you set for us, O oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name. Our Father and our God, we thank you that we'll present ourselves as a living sacrifice today. And as we've already prayed, O God, we thank you because your fire will come down and consume every sacrifice that we present before you. Our sacrifice in our body, our sacrifice of worship, the sacrifice of our substance, the sacrifice of our voice, the sacrifice of our attention to your word. Thank you because your fire will come down and consume it. It will consume it unto purification. It will consume it unto bringing out, oh God, or to bringing out the, the precious vessel that is hidden within us in the name of Jesus. My Father, thank you because your fire will come down, O God, and it will burn off every rust, everything that is eating your glory, O God, from us. Everything that is eating the glory of the Lord, it will be burnt off and your glory will be revealed today, even as your fire come down in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, I want us to read um, 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. NIV, I'm going to read two versions. 
The NIV says, For the eyes of the Lord rage throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing, and from now on, you will be at war. That won't be a portion, but the first part will be a portion in Jesus' name. Then King James Version says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to shew himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Hearing thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. For those of us that follow the story in the Bible for this week, you will know where that comes from. This is after Asa did the wrong thing. But I want us to recognize that this morning, the eyes of God will be going to and fro. And the purpose for it is to show himself mighty. The purpose of it is to strengthen us. Let's begin to pray that, Lord, when your eyes is upon me this morning, it shall be for you to strengthen me. It shall not be as judgment, but it shall be as purification in the name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you. Thank you because you are the God that does not sleep. You are the God that does not go to slumber. You are the Lord God that does not blink. But your eyes are over us. Do we not have an understanding? Lord, even in heaven, you have creatures that are full of eyes. How much more you, O God. Lord, we say when you shall look upon us this morning, it shall be to strengthen us. When you shall look upon us this morning, it shall be to see the perfect heart that we have in you. Lord God, your word says, O God, if I bear iniquity in my heart, you will not hear me, O God. Lord God, is there anything? That we make us, O oh God, as your own people, as the house of CFT, not to be able to stand perfect before you. Lord, we purify ourselves by your fire of the Holy Spirit. We purify ourselves by the blood of the Lamb. And we say, Lord God, we'll be able to stand boldly in holiness before you. We will be able to stand, O oh God, so that we can receive the strengthening for the work that you've committed onto our hands. My Father, thank you because of this morning. Thank you because your name shall be exalted. Thank you because your praise shall be felt in our midst, O oh God. Thank you because the shackles shall be broken. Thank you because you said you will do a wondrous thing in the last week. Thank you because of the deliverance that has gone forth. Thank you, O oh God, because of the revelation of your word. Thank you, O oh God, for strengthening us. Thank you for reviving us. Thank you, O oh God, for the presence of your Holy Spirit in our life, O oh God. Thank you for the gifting, O oh God. Thank you for the obedience that we've walked in. Father, we bless bless you. We exalt you. We thank you, O God, because in reference we come before you, O God. We will hear you this morning. Our ears shall be attentive to you, O God. Our eyes shall be upon you. Our hearts shall receive you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because so shall it be. In Jesus' name we've prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly turn to Second Second Chronicles, chapter 15. I would have loved to read from verse 1 to 4, but I will read from verse 3. It says, For a long time Israel has been without a, a true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. But when in their trouble they turned to the Lord, 
God of Israel, and sought him, he was found by them. Praise the Lord. And we thank God that in this house we have the true God, and everyone seek the true God in this house. And we have a teaching priest, Apostle Williams, in this house. Praise the Lord. So, but yet, in verse 4, it says, But when in their trouble, what to pray? That as many as we come here with their trouble, that God will hear us. Because our coming here shows that we have come to seek God. And the Bible says, and sought him. So we have come here to seek God, as many as we come here to seek God. And the Bible says in Psalm 34, 19, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them in all of them. So I want us to begin to pray that, Lord, as many as we come here in their trouble, we pray, Lord, that we deliver everyone in all of them, just as the Bible says in Psalm 34. Let's begin to pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we are here to seek you. We are here to seek your face, O God Almighty. We are your children called by your name. We commit today's service unto your hands, O God, as we are here. And as many as we join us, O God, the Bible says the children of Israel that in their trouble they seek you and they will find you, O God. Father, as many as we come here, O God Almighty, in today's service to seek you, we pray that you will reveal yourself. We pray that you will reveal yourself. We pray that you will reveal yourself in their situations, in their circumstances, in the trouble of their hearts. We pray that you reveal yourself. We pray you will answer just as the children of Israel seek you, O God, and they will, you are found by them, O God. We pray, Jehovah Almighty, that as many as we come here, O God, to seek your face in every situation, in every circumstances, that you shall be found. You will find you. They will find you. They will find you. They will find you. They will find you. And you will meet with them at the points of their need, and your name alone will be glorified. We thank you. We worship you, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, name we have prayed praise the lord this morning i will just go straight to me as you read the book of Psalm. the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof the world and all that dwell therein for he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters who shall ascend the hill of the lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his but fall, nor swear deceit, shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such the generation of those who seek. Seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your head, O ye gates. And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your head, O ye gate. And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is king of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the king. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty 
and I will meditate on your wonderful work. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich love. The Lord is all. He has compassion on all he has. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Hallelujah. Good morning, church. You're welcome this morning. Turn to the person next to you and say, You're welcome, church. How many of us are happy to be in the presence of God this morning? Hallelujah. The Lord has come offering. He alone is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. And all the church.
your name for this morning. Thank you for your holy angels in this place. Thank you for the cloud of glory in this place. There was blasting upon the mountain because the glory of the Lord descended in fire upon Mount Sinai. We exalt and magnify the O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the intelligences of heaven, the angels of heaven that you have created to serve those who will inherit salvation. We worship you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Come someone beside you in the name of the Lord of hosts. I promised you last Sunday that I want to teach you this morning. And that's what I want to do. Please, let's take a seat. And then we have time and then we worship God more. Because worship provokes prophetic. Ah. Our Thanksgiving Sunday is every last Sunday of the month. The Lord told us in this house at the beginning of this month that this is the month of angels. You know, prophetic is in parts. But I've come to recognize as long as we are praying in the week. Today being the 542 days that we have been praying together on the platform, the Zoom, every 7 p.m. for 542 nights. This house has hosted a global prayer joined by people from all over the world. Recognizing this, you know, on the last Sunday of the month and on the Overcomers night, we are going to really spend time worshiping so that I can allow the prophetic to flow. Because upon some of you are flames of prophets now. And it takes you from prophetic into prophet office, into, from prophet sign into the prophetic office. You know, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 7, it says, To each one, 
Grace has been given as Christ apportions it. Yes? And verse 11 says, very quickly, It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers. I'm going to teach you more about this. Today I'm talking about angels. So during the convention, we receive unction from God. And so that some of you, every one of you here is called into one of these ministries. While not everyone is a minister in the ministry. Do we get it now? You know, you have um, in the, currently the one that is in vogue is the secretary of, um, what is his name now? Um, is the secretary of state responsible for gas? Watson or something like that. Uh-huh. So you have minister also for trade. Or you have secretary for trade. Secretaries. So in the ministry, you have many members. And what will happen when I will show you is that you see in the scriptures that people who are wired by Jesus to be in apostolic ministry or prophetic ministry or in pastoral ministry or teaching ministry and evangelist, they will be they will have traits of those offices. But then among them, or as they develop further in the spiritual, they will now shift to become a minister. When you become a minister, you sit in that office 24-7. Of course, I will have to teach you this because in this season, you know, there's a race that started in Pentecostal movement. For some years now, I think the race started in the early 90s. And that race, the Lord wants this house, that this race is about to start. And God told me strictly not to allow this church to go into that race. Because it's not of God. And that race is a race that many ministers of Pentecostal began to teach errors because of selfish ambition. Some of them went into that error because they want to be known. Some of them went to that error because they wanted money. Some of them went to the error because they wanted power. And so that error had deluded a lot in the Pentecostal movement across the globe. And imagine from it are people who will just come up and say they are apostles. Even a member of a church that I used to know before in Nigeria, not safety church, but, you know, just came to me and said to me that he's an apostle. I said, oh, you're an apostle? That is interesting. How many dead bodies have been raised in your ministry? He said, dead bodies. I said, how many cripples have worked in your ministry? He said, daddy, no cripple work. I said, have you seen Jesus face to face? He said, no. I said, so, look at the book of 2 Corinthians 12.12. Paul said, the sign of apostles have been wrought among you. Signs and wonders. That's how you know apostles. He said, no, I'm an apostle in the marketplace. And I said, show me in the Bible. See the devil? See the devil? Give counterfeit to the church. So that the church will be powerless. Water down power into activity. 
Oh, he said, yeah, there's a lot of teaching about apostles in the marketplace. I said, show me in the Bible where I say, and some he gave the gift of apostle in the marketplace among the gifts of the Spirit. <laughs> and he said, that, you know, I said, so therefore, garbage it. Satan brought those doctrines to hinder the move of God's power so that Pentecostal people become useless. Chaos and confusion. Similarly, I've met some who said, I'm prophet such and such. And I said, oh, have you encountered angelic visitation? They said, no. I said, then, tell me how you prophet. Oh, he said, but I prophesy. I said, have you told us in England what will happen to date and time and it came to pass? He said, no. So you prophesy how? I prophesied to people's lives. And I said to that person, you are not a prophet. Because the prophet is defined by number. If there is a prophet among you, I reveal myself to him in visions, open visions. I speak to them in dreams. You have not seen an open vision, you call yourself a prophet. Satan deceived you. So that you cannot manifest into the prophetic of are we together now? Why we cannot we can all prophesy, we are not all prophets. Why we can all heal the sick, we are not all evangelists. Why we can all work sometimes miracles. Alright? But we are not all workers of miracles. I'm gonna help you understand. In this house. We will, we will get there. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Satan lost over Christ with tabernacle forevermore. Amen. Blessed are those of you who hear the word of God and check the scriptures to make sure what you are taught is written. This week, we have been taken through a journey by God. And the journey is a journey that you have been praying. I have heard you in your prayers. I led that with the leaders at the beginning. We looked at the book of the Kings, Chronicles, isn't it? Yes, church, we are studying Chronicles, and Chronicles is the scripture for the, is, is in the book, yes? If you do not understand what I'm saying, or it looks strange to you, it's because you have not been following. In this church, we, we publish Bible reading for every month, and every, every day. And every member of this house is supposed to just read four chapters in the Bible every day, which is very simple. You are better readers than me. I'm not a fast reader. But you guys are very, very smart. Like smartest. <laughs> you can just... I saw somebody who opened a book. And from the apex, it went like this. To the end. He went to the next page. He opened it. I said, ah, are you reading? He said, let me tell you what's in the first page. And he told me everything is right. I met him. I said, what kind of human being are you? That you put your hand like this and you read. I can't read like that. I have to read like this. If care is not taking, I read like this. And then I read back. I then go... <laughs> 
So, to read four chapters in the Bible, 15 minutes, it's slowly that will finish it. A fast reader, five minutes, 10 minutes to finish it. So this week, what have we read? We read about the kingship from Saul, how it came to an abrupt end, Solomon. The United Kingdom of Israel. We read about a man called Solomon who God blessed so much that God appeared to him twice. Because he impressed God so much. He was so loyal and faithful. Wholehearted devotion to God. And God was faithful to his promise. And then he became powerful. He became rich. He became influential. He was so rich to the place whereby gold was made available like stones in Israel. And I say this. In Israel at the time, the poorest of Israel is richer than the millionaire of Lebanon. Lebanon was a point of commercial enterprise at the time. Because in the front of houses are gold, like stones. Because God commanded the whole world, they brought their gold and their silver, their wealth to him. Because of the intelligence he had. This is the man God commended so highly. However, when we went to 1 Kings chapter 11, something strange began to happen. He could not handle power and wealth. And the Bible says, and Solomon loved strange women. Among those that God forbade them from marrying. And because of adultery and lust, he began to spread his wings. And the one who built the biggest temple for God became the one who built several temples of Lucifer. He ended bad. So the covenant promise God made with him, with the house of David, was God revoke promise. Remember the other time I taught you about what promises from the perspective of law. There's an obligation to perform, but of course too, there's a, there's a sense of duty to perform, but an obligation to receive. And you who will receive, you do not fulfill your obligations, you cannot receive it. But the one who gave the promise has a sense of duty to perform. And so what happened? God divided the kingdom. But then we now read about Jeroboam, who God just picked up. He had no royal, royal upbringing. And God just picked him up and said, look, this is what happened to this guy. He, he, he misbehaved. He was so heartedly serving me, but now he had followed women. He had shipwrecked. He had been deceived by Satan. But you... Stand before me and be faithful. And he said, yes, sir, to God. And God gave him ten of the kingdom. And shortly after that, he said in his heart, if I allow these people to go to Jerusalem to worship God, they will turn against me. How can God give you something and you allow Satan to tell you that someone can steal it? If it is God who gave it. So, he now, Satan said to him, yes, yes, yes. So, why don't you build an altar here so that the people can worship that altar? And he became the person who became the reference point of evil in England. And he committed the sin of Jeroboam, son of Nabai. He committed the sin of Jeroboam right through his lifetime. He introduced high places. He built altar. 
He woke up the gods that, that Solomon established. And he did more than that. And so he lost it. Then we read about Rehoboam too. The son of Solomon. Who went to take counsel from two people. From the elders who gave him the right counsel. And then from the young ones he went and said, Tell them I don't take nonsense. Because the people came to him and said, Your father laid a heavy burden upon us. Will you lighten our you? Common sense tells a man to tell, even if you want to punish them, you tell them, I will lighten your, your load and get to the power. He went after peer pressure. How many of you have been suffering from peer Ignoring the counsel of old age. You know, this gray hair is different from people who paint their hair now. You see, somebody whose face is so nice. And his face looks so smooth, and the hair looks gold or gray or yellow. You need to ask him that what happened to your head? Abi? Gray hair don't fall, they grow from inside. And what that means is that there's a great suffering. That man passed, or that man passed through real suffering, he passed through many victories. He has what is called experience of life. You may have all the PhDs, academic, but the wisdom of old age, you can't learn it anywhere in the world. So he rejected the old age counsel and he lost destiny. Then we looked very strongly at this king, Asa. We prayed about him for the past two days. Who was under a prophet, a priest called Jehuad? Jehuad had lived for 130 years, we read. And he raised this boy from the age of seven as a king. And he feared God with the whole of his heart, the Bible says. But the moment Jehuad had died, some people from Judah, leaders of Judah, went to him. These are leaders who sat with Jehuad too. But they have gone away as free, led by Satan into worldliness. And they came to this king and told him that, look, the spiritual one who sees are gone. You need to protect yourself. And they introduced him to Asherah, Satan. And he became a person who built altars for the devil. You know, I told you there are people who, you know, we try, some, the person who led the prayer said that your church members should be careful. When God gives you a leader, like Apostle Williams, and he's showing you the way of the Lord, somebody came to you and began to tell you that, don't you think that, don't you think that, tell them to shut up. Because anybody who will tell you what they think should tell you what God said. Because the man you are under tells you, Jesus appeared to me, he said this, and you check it, it happened. And I say, God has called me too. Tell him, when did he call you? When did he appear to you? What did he tell you? What's the covenant? No, there is no one called by God without God making covenant. You need to ask whoever is your church leader that, what covenant did God make with you? If a man does not have covenant with God and you are following him, the blind will lead the blind. They both fall into the ditch. What God did not begin, God cannot catch up with it. It's like somebody said to you that I was a judge. In the country called um, Alfred Country. 
So, <clears throat> and we are calling him George, 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 George is this, George is this. And then he's in England, and if something happened, he said, I have a friend who is a judge. He will, he will fight my case. And he went to him that, um, come and fight uh, for me in the court. And he says, court? What is court? I said, well, my case is now in the lower court. He said, lower court. Why did you go so low? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Someone say, God called me. Ask him where, when, how. If it's different from the way God called us in the Bible, they got him called. That is what wrecked Asa. And Asa listened to wrong counsel. And then the son of the man, Jehoiada, told him, why are you doing this? This is not what my father taught us. And he killed that boy. And so God smit him with or smote him with pestin saw. And then he was dead in the hands of his status. And we have Jeroboam, uh, Je- Jehoshaphat, who also was devoted to God. And where he missed it by going to marry a wrong person. He went to marry from the house of Ahab, the most detestable woman in the history of mankind, Jezebel. So because he became in-law to the devil, you can never marry the child of Satan and deprive the devil from being your father-in-law. You pay dowry. That gives you a lesson. Those of you who are still young, I love the man, I love the man, but he's not born again. I will convert him. Satan will first be your father-in-law before the conversion you think if it will ever take place. Don't die. Don't smell it. It's better for you not to have husband than to have such for husband. Same thing with wife. You saw a woman half naked. You saw a woman who look promiscuous. And that is the person your heart draws into. As a young man, you only, you only sign your death warrant. If you say you are born again. Because you are not blind. And you know the truth. That's what killed Solomon too. He went to marry from the forbidden family. However, Jehoshaphat would have lost his life, but because he was a pure in heart. And when prophet came to him and said that, Jehoshaphat, why did you do this? We saw the difference between Jehoshaphat and Asa. Jehoshaphat went to his knees and said, God forgive. Not knowing that in a short while, three major nations will fight against him. He would have been given as a prey to those nations. And when those nations came, in chapter 20, we read it this week. He said, Jehoshaphat called the people for repentance. They wept before the altar of God. If you have missed it, learn how to repent and not rebel. There is a place of restoration with God. There is a place of mercy to a person whose mercy has been withdrawn by God most time. If your past attitude make God withdraw from you, change before him and he will stretch his hand of mercy again. That God will not condone a person who says that, I am sorry, and you are still doing those things which they are sorry. It means that you may be sorry, but you're sorry for yourself, not for God. God's hand is not too short to deliver. Every time they correct you on the same thing, that is the spirit of Asa. They correct you once and you repent, 
That's the spirit of Jehoshaphat. God fought battle. And when I talk about ministry of angels, Jehoshaphat lesson chapter 20 is one of the keys in the ministry of angels. Amen. So, this week, therefore, God spoke about deception. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive God. Don't deceive others. Those are the three pillars of life. I taught you this. Don't deceive God. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive God. Don't deceive us. We will not allow Satan to deceive us and rob our peace. You will not allow man to deceive you so that you will not lose your place in God. Are we together? You know, when we started the race on earth, yeah? 1990, the Lord told me that the church of the Pentecostal movement is about to go to a race. Don't follow them. So I kept my head low. Okay? What were the race? Some were going for honorary doctorate. The Lord said, is my honor not enough for you? I said, it is. Several universities wrote me from America. We have had your work. You have seen your work. We want to give you a honorary doctorate. Honorary doctorate is not bad. All right? But it's not given for you to use as a title. Am I correct, intellectuals? Yes, in intellectual practice, when you are given a honorary doctorate, they will tell you it's not what you use as a title. Yeah, that's honorary. Okay? So if you are given honorary doctorate and you put behind your name Dr. Such and Such, you have breached the condition, intellectual condition for honorary. And so I backed off. I would not accept honor of man. Because to work as a minister of God, it is not man, it's God working his doing his work through you. And then the Lord, then they went to this uh, racketeer bishop priest, somebody who, has, who is a bishop over a church of 20 people. Yes. And then they went into prosperity, which means collect all the money from people, pocket the money, and sit on the can. They went into deliverance, which means I'm the only one who can cast the money out, but the rest of you, you are not anointed. That's their doctrine. So that everybody will come to the deliverer to deliver them. Others. But others cannot deliver anybody in their church. So the place you are by, this one suspect that one have demon. So they teach people more about demon and they don't know about Jesus Christ who died for them. And God was showing me all these things when, as we were moving into 1995, 96, 97. The Lord said, don't follow them. However, the Lord was visiting me regularly. Angels were visiting me regularly. And when they came into trouble, those guys come to me, Apostle, what is God saying? I tell them. I would me now. But if you look at all these drums that were beaten, have now torn and fizzled into the mist. Look at it now. None of them can stand in the council of the Most Holy One. Some fell into trouble of women, shipwrecked. Some fell into scandal, shipwrecked. Some died looking for what is not lost. But to you, man of God, the Bible says, keep your head low. Hallelujah, somebody. Because those who shoot bullets, they stand to shoot their bullets. When you are so low, bullets will bypass your head, my friend. 
You know what I'm saying to you? There is a way that seemed right to man, but the end is disaster. But there is a God I know that, you know, trading with him is always profit. Trading with Jesus is always profit. Trading with Jesus is always profit. Hey, everything that they try to look for by force, by fire, by trick, beyond it, God has given us now. And we are still alive, waxing strong, hearing the latest news from heaven, building the kingdom of our God. A people that will subdue nations, that will penetrate the barriers of hell. A people that can never be hindered or held back. That is what you are. That is what you are. God said, you works of my heart command you me. Here, if I teach you the word of God, if you read it and it's different, come to me. I'm not someone that is not approachable. You don't have to have bodyguards to see me pass bodyguard. No. If Jesus came to this world with bodyguards, the woman with the issue of blood would die with that issue of blood. He walked freely among people to the place where that woman could touch the hem of his blood. Anybody who does different to what I'm saying and he said God sent him, ask him which of the gods. I would mean now. Huh? Oh, you know, you are vulnerable as the general overseer. You need protection of men with guns. The Lord said to me, the day you do that, I will withdraw my angel. Come on now, let's look at common sense. You are my members. I'm the shepherd. You give an offering, and I use your money to get bodyguard for myself, which means I don't care if you die as long as I'm alive. No, it's different to Jesus. Jesus took the death for the people. Anybody who has a different mind is a devil, is of the devil. Is of the devil. If they are going to kill people in my church, they should come and get me first. If I hold meeting with you in a crusade ground, I will go as you go. Now that I'm coming and you have siren blowing and driving the people I want to go and preach to. No, we go together. We get there together. We finish crusade, I'm not leaving until the last person leaves. That's how I do my crusade. So someone said to me that if you delay the people, you know I'm robbers in Nigeria. I said to them then that if I'm robbers, attack anybody that came to my crusade, I will resign as a minister. It means that I will question whether God sent me. The angel, come on now, let me talk about the angel. Let me teach you about the angels. I want to teach you about angels today. That's what I'll teach you. <laughs> look at the book of Exodus chapter 23 verse 19. First of all, let's look at the book of Hebrew, Hebrew 1.14. Let's read it together. Are not all... Hey, this is cathedral, isn't it? Pastor Fumi, please tell me when it's quarter past. Now, <laughs> were you blessed by what I was teaching you? Because some of you will be anointed by God. Don't, be, don't end up like Solomon. When you are anointed and God make you millionaire, don't behave like the end of Solomon. Please, oh, you didn't change. It's your money that changed. They make you chief executive somewhere. When you reach here, we are ushers. Oh. Both of us now usher. You chief executive there. When you reach here, 
When some of you are going to the parliament, they make you prime minister in parliament, or you reach here, you are a member of the choir. Hmm? And when I'm gone, and maybe you are the next general overseer, the meaning of general overseer is you, isn't it? So what is you? Go! <laughs> Hallelujah. Go ye into all the world and what? Preach the gospel. That is Jew. Go! <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let's talk about angels. I have shown you about demons that they came from the wing of angels. They are the fallen angels. We'll go back to demons at the end of this. I've helped you to understand the origin of angels and the war in heaven and how the angels who had their standing you know, you know, came to be. But today I give you a hint. I will start the journey on the ministering angels. The scripture says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will what? Inherit salvation. So, how many of you have inherited salvation? All angels serve you. Can I say something to you? Angels serve us, but they are not our servants. I serve you, but I'm not your servant. Do you get me now? Because the evidence of the Bible for the angels that appear to, to, to Daniel in chapter 10 and chapter 11 of Daniel, the angels that appear to John and Alan of Patmos, when they wanted to worship the angel, the angel said, do not worship, we are fellow servants. That is servant of God most high. So the doctrine that says that you can send your angel on an errand, lie of the devil. I've shown you last Sunday, isn't it? That angels obey the biddings of God alone. I would together now. So, now, if God says angels are ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation, in other words, God ordained angel between you and him to bring you to the destiny that he has designed for you. For you to reach a destiny that God designed, there is an angel assigned to you to help you reach your destiny. When there is battle against you, there is an angel God assigned to fight that battle with you. Alright? To make sure that the counsel of God happens on earth. So, when you need anything, you want to marry, you don't know who to marry, there is an angel of God God assigned that will take you and show you the person you marry. If only you can ask God. Everything that God had made available is spirit. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He has richly blessed us in the heavenly places with all spiritual blessings. So anything you want, I want. They are already being given in the spiritual realm. Now you understand what spiritual realm is? Because I taught you there are three heavens. Alright? And we established that by the Bible. There are no seven heavens. It's a lie of the devil. Okay, so now, having seen that in the scripture, for the things that God speaks, because God is spirit, and he speaks blessing, and the blessing is spirit, to bring the blessing down to the manifestation in the physical, he uses his angels, who are spirits. Now, in this meeting, I want to show you, and we'll look it deeper uh, on Sunday. I don't want to teach this one on the, on, the, on the prayer times. I want to teach it on my pulpit, so that on Sunday, it will be on television, and on Sunday. Now, if... Angels, therefore, are to help you and I 
uh, to attain or achieve what God had determined. Okay? Now, let me ask you. Therefore, you know that there is a spiritual being called an angel. Correct? And their job is, they obey the bidings of God. So when you speak the word of God, they make it happen. Yes, we agree together. You remember, you remember that uh, in the book of uh, uh, John chapter 5, there, you know, where Jesus healed the, the man who was uh, cerebral palsy. The man said, when the angel of the Lord comes to stir up the water for healing, whoever enters there gets get healed. So, angels are in action whenever spiritual things is to be manifest in the physical. Angels are put in action. Whenever you speak the word of God to the Father, your word you cannot see. So your word is spirit, Jesus said. He said that your word is spirit. He said spirit give birth to spirit. He's not talking about you know, you know, birth as in a womb of a woman. But what he's saying is that what you speak is spiritual and it is spirit. Not the spirit that will stand before God in, on the end time. But it is the, it is the spirit of word which angels will write upon and make manifest so if you curse somebody you have given back to the spirit or invoking a spirit of satan that will afflict the person with curse so everyone that curse people invoke the spirit of satan that will make the curse happen that's the reason why if you're a minister or a child of God and you curse other people, you will stand before God at judgment who will tell you that, I, am I the one that answered your curse? And it will show you the demons will be there to say that you don't have part in heaven because you are working for us as an agent. When you curse, and the Bible says curse not, you have contravened this eternal law of God. And so we act, we demons act. And so you belong to us. And many who come to church, who came to church and act, are in hell today because they put demons in action. They got angry and cursed people because they are passionate. So also, when you bless people, you put the angels of God in action who will bless the people. Because your word is spirit. Now, let me help you understand. There is no, there is no excuse before God. I was angry. Because the Bible says, be angry, but do not what? Sin. The, the, the laws of God, or jurisprudence of God, I call it, is so sound. Therefore, this scripture tells you that between your blessing and the, the manifestation is the working of angels. Now, let me give you one example. Look at the book of Exodus chapter 23. And I would like to read that scripture from verse 19. Now it says, verse 19 please. Bring the best of fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in his mother's milk. 20 says, see or behold, I am what? Shall we read it together? Look at what it says here. Does that look like that, uh, the uh, Hebrew? I am sending an angel ahead of you. The role of that angel is what? To guide you along the way. He will guide you along the way. 
and bring you to what? To the place who are prepared? Who are prepared for you? So now that scripture validates what I'm saying that everything that God prepared for man, there is an angel assigned to bring you to it. Let me tell you something. When people come to crusades and they get healed, it is because an angel brought them to crusade. I'll tell you testimony of a woman in the Republic, our last crusade in the Republic before COVID. There is a woman in Benin Republic who somebody, a, one of the voodoo people, uh, cast spell on her. And when the cast spell on her, she bent over like that. Alright? And this is how she works. No doctor could heal her. And because she worked like that, after some years, uh, pores began to build inside her. And when she's working, pores will be coming out from her nose reel and sometimes from her mouth. And will be smelling all over the whole place. <clears throat> this woman said she had been praying. Of course, you know, prayer has to do with knowledge. Because the Bible says you pray, but you pray amiss. Many Christians on earth today, they pray amiss. They pray amiss. When you pray amiss, God can answer. Yesterday I was telling Nigerian ministers in Nigeria priests, I showed them Bible. Showed them Bible. You know, when God said to you that when you have a government, pray for them. And the church is praying against them. Let me tell you, is that church obeying God or obeying the devil? It's the devil. <clears throat> Let me leave the testimony of this woman. Let me show you this. Go to First Thessalonians, uh, Timothy, First Timothy chapter two. I want to help you understand. You know, obeying God and obeying your flesh. Why God will answer prayers of many people? The reason why Nigeria is suffering today. When they change the church, the church changes. God will boom. He will do what they are asking for. But the current church of Nigeria will never see light of day unless they change. Let me show you what God showed me. I urge them, them first of all, that request prayers and intercession and thanks will be made for what? Good and bad. Look at the next one. What do you say? For kings, all those in authority, that they may what? When you pray for authority, do you pray that God should kill them? What did God say to pray for authority? Leave. Let's read it. Le- read it there. So the Bible tells Christians to pray for authority so that the authority. What are you doing there? Give me two. Just verse two. Thank you. For kings, they are family. Your kings in your villages. They may be voodoo kings, but you have a duty to pray. Okay? So, the prayer you should pray, God said, that they may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So, a hidden king can live in godliness by your prayer. Do you understand? Now, let me now show you something that scares me most. Nigeria. Now look at what it says. The next verse. Shall we read this together? 
Excuse me. What about the church in Nigeria that is praying that their president should die, their governor should die, senator should die, representative should die? If all of them die, then what happened to you? Death to everybody. Death to everybody. Who make them pray prayer like that? Satan. When God wrote and said, this is pleasing to God. If you are born again, you have a duty, one duty, to please God only. That's it. It does not matter what you are going through. That's the reason why those who were stoning Stephen to death, Stephen prayed to God to forgive them. Jesus went to cross and those who pierced him, he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Now, 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 some Christians believe that if they, if they pierce you on one side, you bullet them on the other side. Is that of God? No, it's of the devil. That's the reason why they keep on suffering. If anybody prophesy to you that, oh, oh you know, you know, I, I see a vision. 2020, Nigeria shall, shall, shall you know, you know, uh, God will answer the prophet of Nigeria. Joke. But if you prophesy to me that 2020, the leadership of the churches of Nigeria will repent and bend their knees before God and stop preaching errors, stop deceiving people, stop maligning people, and begin to pray for mercy for all those who are in Nigeria. I will believe and God will answer. I can tell you that that is what going. Okay? A Christian pray, a Christian live to please God. And if God says that a prayer should pray, it will please him. Why should that, not pray, that prayer not be sung as a hymn in the ears of everybody? So, the angel of God that will bring the change in Nigeria. They are standing, but they are helpless. They cannot act because the people are not speaking the word of the living God. They are seeing the vision of their head. And so, the people suffer. Carry gone. The one who carried it is the one who will die. Because you are outside the will of God. Don't you understand me? For God to move, you have to be in his will. The angels of God cannot act unless you are in the will. Somebody want to live long? I want to live very, very long. The Bible says, keep your mouth from speaking what? Guile. You can fast and pray. That doesn't keep your life from living to live long. Principle. Keep your mouth. So is the word of God. Principle. Are you with me now? So that woman who was bent over, I was talking about the angel, the ministry of angels. The day I entered the Republic, they, 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 they took me to, to the radio. And I told them in the radio that Jesus is passing through Benin. All of you voodoo priests, you know, I want you to come. We are starting crusade tonight. I said that if you have voodoo and you know you are sure with your power in voodoo, I said, uh, come and demonstrate it tonight. The man of God who is ministering tonight has asked for voodoo people to come and show how powerful Satan is. And if your voodoo is God, we will serve him. But if we capture your voodoo, you will serve our God. I said that on the radio. All of them are listening to the radio. And they came plenty. You know what the woman said? The woman said, when she first heard that announcement, she said, I have been to many crusades. Nothing happened. And she said she had something in her spirit that said, there's nothing wrong in going to this as well. Your prayers you have been praying all these years, one day God will answer it. The decree you have been going, you have been going. Something has happened, you didn't see. Do you know whether this is the one that God will answer all the prayers in the crusade and will heal you? 
She said she decided to go. Now, a journey of five minutes. Her house is by the park. Five minutes journey took her one and a half hours. She came to the crusade like this. Excruciating pain. An angel brought her there. That's what I wanted to see. Because I have sent my angel to bring you to the place I have prepared. Angel brought her there. I didn't know. Nobody knew. She came at four. The people who ascended the chair saw her and they gave her seat to sit down because of her condition. She could sit like this, all right? But when she stands up, that's how she goes. The day that God will meet with you, Satan will not be able to hinder you. God assigned angel. Look, anything you are looking for as a Christian, there is an angel assigned. To give it to you. Anything. Oh, they are plotting the game in my office. Did the Bible not say, if a man's way pleases God, he makes even his enemies to be happy. Who are you therefore that your enemies is prevailing against you? Check your way of life, my friend. Check your way of life, man. I pray, 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 God in Asahuto. You didn't pray, my friend. Anybody who prays the will of God must live according to the will. Anyone who prays the will of God must live a life of godliness. Listen to me. It is the easiest life to live. Problem-free life. No one can accuse me I stole their money. No one can accuse me I kissed their wife. No one can accuse me of sexual harassment. Listen to me. It is easy to serve God. And to I won't marry a woman and create problem under my own roof with my own money. You didn't get what I'm saying? When you go to Sainsbury to shop, have you seen a store they put their trouble? And you can <laughs> you can buy you can buy trouble as you buy cabbage. Have you seen it? So why do you cross problem in your own home? I will show him. I will show him. It's you who don't have peace. I will show her. I will show her. Others are showing their wife peace. Showing their husband love. But you have something in your own merchandise to show. God deliver you. You didn't hear what I said. <laughs> that woman was healed. Because when I came into that meeting, this, the angel who brought her, together with the angels that God assigned for me to walk, are working together with the Holy Spirit. And then when the time came, I said, that woman bent over, healed in the name of Jesus. And her back went, boom! She screamed, I'm healed, I'm healed. People who were around her were all over the place. Not only was she healed, was banished. It, I'm not telling you a story of 10 years. Listen to me. Angels are assigned to take you to destiny. Let, let me say this. I will go into more details about this. But what do you think, holy angels, what do you think you and I can do for holy angels to act on our behalf? It's just to live holy. <laughs> it's just to live holy. Paul said that anybody who entangles himself with civilian affairs cannot satisfy his commanding officer and make God happy. Let me tell you this. 
They've forgotten my time. One minute, Pastor said. All right. Pastor said she showed me two minutes. So, look at this scripture. Let's finish this one now. The next verse says, Pay attention to him. And what? Listen to what he says. So that angels speak. Yes? Then it now says, Do not rebel against him, that angel. He will not forgive your rebellion. Since my name is in him. Did you hear that? The next verse says, If condition fulfilled, you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say. Now he now distinct himself from the angel. What he says and what I say. So two people will be speaking in church. The angel of the Lord sent to you and the spirit of the Lord. Yes? Does that not tell you that they walk through the minister of God? But have you had angels talking like that? No. But yes, you have had them. Have you had the Holy Spirit just speaking like that? But yet you have had them. And you need to listen. That is the minister that God has assigned over you. That's the reason why I cannot follow a blind minister. If I was not a Christian, I can't follow somebody who just says, I'm a man of God. Show me the God of man. You can't hear him, you man. I'm, I'm looking for somebody who can hear him. I'm looking for somebody who can hear him. Because from the oversight that God has given you, the angel will speak through his lips and the Holy Spirit will speak through his mouth. So a minister called me yesterday, <clears throat> one of my sons. And it was, it's on the missionary journey and stuff like that. And they had, you know, he found a property. There's an issue, you know, on the issue of the property and stuff like that. And I told him that, look, son, let me give you a key God gave me. The Lord told me, the vision that is bigger than this house will not be given to me. But it will give me vision that is bigger than the people. So that I can prophesy into the people and they will increase in wealth and they will build that vision. God told me. Okay? And so the Lord said to me, every time I should prophesy to my people, I said, I do it. Because the destiny of my members is in my lips. Their angel, the angel of this joy will speak in my mouth, and the Spirit of God will speak in my mouth, so that I can speak what is in their heart, and I can speak solution, direction to them, something they have been struggling with, they don't understand what to do, and I will stand at the pulpit and I will speak it, and they will leave the place, execute it, and they will get results. That is what the Bible is saying here. I will show you more. Because the Bible says, if you listen carefully, attention to what he says, and do all that I say, written in the word, and spoken by inspiration, or spoken by prophetic, if you can listen to it, then what do you say? I will be an enemy to your enemies. Obedience is what you need. I will oppose those who oppose you. Can you see what I'm saying? I don't care how many people oppose me. This is Pastor Sidney now. He'd been with me for 36 years or something like that. He can tell you about Alfred Williams. 
Have I changed? Really, it has gone too bad for Satan from when we started. Because you can't convince me that the word of God is not true. I have proven it again and again and again and again. Walk through it, eat it, swallow it, drink it, know it, what bath in it. You can't change me. The word of God is true. It's only waiting for you to enter into it. Enter into it. Where my father was a Satan worshiper, I know the, what, what incantation means. I know incantation. Okay, you don't understand? I know what it means. My father one day, a, a, a tree, a, the root of a tree, you know, hit his, his bicycle and he fell. My father put his bicycle down and said to the root, Why should, who, who is the tree that gave birth to you? Why should you come to the path of man as a root? Did you not know that the creator gave a land and he called it path of man? And he called that one bush. So when a tree is in the bush, it should have sense. It should not grow to the path of man. And he traced that root to a big, mighty Arab tree. And my father said to the tree, You, you allow your root to come to the path of man. I must not meet you here tomorrow. And my father said he left. By the following day, demons have uprooted that tree with all its roots and eating him before morning. Worms ate the tree before money. When my father was passing by, he came there. He said, I thought you would not listen. He looks like a madman. He was serving Satan. If he understands the power of the word, and he can trust evil spirit to do those things, how can't I trust the one who created the devil, and created the evil spirit, and created that mouth, my father used to speak. Come on now! That's why I will never curse a man with my mouth. Because Jesus told me, anyone who curses with his mouth, my authority will not remain in their lips. They'll be backing dogs. Because if you make a mistake to curse somebody, and my authority is there, it will happen. Are you with me now? So, why will not, why will I not simply obey this God? Does it mean I don't make mistakes? I do make mistakes. And the mistake I make, once I know it, I will go to God. I'm sorry. I will guide against it and not make it again. My mistake will be different from yours, so because you understand me, what I'm saying. There was a time in my life, too. You make me angry, I can slap you straight away because I have built up my muscles. And I'm looking for someone to practice my uppercut. And, you know. In Nigeria, I was a national champion in boxing. You know? When there is fight, I put on my, my uh, uh, shoes and boxing shoes and we run there, get my gang and we go. But when sanity came to this head, I recognized the fight, the fact that man do not live by fight alone. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. There is something pumping inside me. It was to fight the devil. And I channeled the power against man like Moses did. That he went to kill the Egyptian because he thought he was a deliverer. Yeah, he was a deliverer, but not to kill. If you are at that position now, come on, get up. Get out of that spot, my friend. Don't make the life of anybody ridiculous in your life. Always make sure your life is a blessing. Your life is a blessing. Your life is a blessing. Don't discourage any human being in your life except for bad things. It's so simple. 
Listen to me. It is easier to serve God than to serve Satan. A thought came to my mind yesterday, and I said this thought must not be uh, pronounced. I said this thought must not be, my mouth must not speak this thought. And I refused. And the Holy Spirit came to me and said that, yes, you passed. Not everything you think, you speak. Are we together now? That scripture tells me that there is a God in heaven. He can oppose your enemies without you praying. He can destroy your enemies without you sending him. The only thing is that if you listen carefully to what that God says and do what he says. Our time is gone. Next Sunday, we will carry on. From these very scripture, but write this down, lessons you learn from Exodus 23, from 20 to 26. One, the promise. God is sending his angel ahead of you. The promise. Number two, the duty of the angel. One, to guide you along your way. Two, to bring you to the place God has prepared. And three, your duty is to listen to what he says. <laughs> the condition to the promise. You see, that scripture says that to bring you to where God is prepared, which means God has prepared something for you. In every situation, God has a preparation for you. Every circumstance that, fall, that you face, God has a destination. And the angel will lead you there. The condition to the promise, you must listen to what he says and do what God says. Listen carefully to what he says and do what God says. The fulfillment that will follow, he says, I will be an enemy to your enemies. Number one, God will be the enemy to your enemies. Number two, I will oppose those who oppose you. Number three, my angel will go ahead of you, says the Lord. These are promises of God. That is God's bounded duty. And it says, number four, my angel will bring you to the land. I have prepared. And the says, gate land of Amorites, Etite, Evite, Jebusites, and Rezeb. And then number five, it says, my angel will wipe them out. Wipe all your enemies out before you. The first thing is that it says, I, God, will be an enemy to your enemies. Number two, I, God, will oppose those who oppose you. Number three, my angel then will bring you into the land. That is destiny. And number five, my angel will wipe enemies out from before you. Write this down. Strong warning. Pay attention to him. Two, do not bow down before their gods. And number three, do not worship them. Or follow their practices. 
reward for true worshippers. His blessing will come upon your food and water. None will miscarry in your land. None will be barren in your land. I will give you full lifespan. And you find this in Exodus 23, verse 20 to 26. Behold, I'm sending an angel ahead of you to guide you in all your way, to guide you along the way, and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Pay attention to him, this verse 21, and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion. Since my name is in him, if you listen carefully to what he says and do all I say, I will be enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you practices. Don't follow their practices, the world. So that's why I say that you're a Christian. You know, be very careful when I talk about the strategy. The um, uh, I said I was going to teach you about the the strategies of Satan in the last days. You will be shocked, and I will show you from scriptures. But of course, I've spoken about that before we started this meeting. Be very careful how you dress. Be very careful the company you keep. Be very careful the slangs you use. Be very careful the film you watch. I will get them now. Social media have become a good life waster. As much as there's good information in it, they will send you something, you know, a joke, you, you press it and you... <laughs> Another one come, you press it. <laughs> the first one took five minutes. The next one took ten minutes. Then they fly about all these things on the social media. If you eat garlic, you will not have cancer. If you eat lime, you will, your headache will go. Who told you all those things? These guys who are writing it, they are just useless guys. Somebody just wake up one day and they think about something and they write it and put it on the earth. And you begin to religiously follow it without going to those who studied about it and understand it. That was the time they said they should be eating the, the seed of popo. But it's cyanide. Too much cyanide in your blood will destroy you. It will kill you. You don't know that. People ate it and then they die. Watch the information source you have. I'm talking about to overcome this power of the devil in the last days. And God said, do not bow down to their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stone to pieces. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will come upon your food. And water, you don't have seven steps to prosperity. The only step to prosperity is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. 21 steps to prosperity is a lie. 21 steps you carry it, you will fall to the ground. The only step to prosperity is to be a true worshiper of God. Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added. And his blessing will come upon your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. None will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you full lifespan. Let's rise up together, please. This is the promise of God to us. And this promise is faithful. It is faithful. You know the prayer we want to pray? 
First of all, you want to thank God for this promise that he has made. Just begin to pray prayer of thanks. For this promise that God has made to you. Father, we thank you for this promise you have made. It is for you and I. Mm. Oh, sovereign Lord. The Bible says the entrance of your word brings light. Now begin to tell the Lord, grant me insight, knowledge of your word. Help me understand your heart. God has said it clean, clean, clear. God will oppose your enemies if you can walk in obedience. God will fight your battle for you if you can walk in obedience to God. God gave Solomon wisdom, knowledge and understanding. One visit. God gave Oholea and Bezalea skills that they never learned in one visit. That is the God we serve. When the enemies, when the, uh, 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 the king said they should go and arrest Elijah, he said, if I'm a man of God, let fire consume you. And that was it. That is the God you are serving. Now pray and tell God, give me insight of you. Let me have the insight about you. Pray and tell God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my spirit, into my body, into my soul, and destroy everything the enemy had planted in me. If there is anything Satan planted in me through news I had from people, something the devil had planted in you through social media, something the devil had planted in you through communication, bad communication that corrupt manners, tell the Lord, send your holy fire and destroy them out of me. Every evil thoughts that came from pit of hell, don't let them prevail over me. Tell the Lord, my time has come to be pure before you. Sanctify me by your fire, O God, the Holy Spirit. Tell the Lord to help you in this journey of faith, so that Satan will not laugh at you. The Lord will establish you, and he will establish his word with you. Tell the Lord, help me in my spirit, man, to do your will, to obey your will. O Lord, riparosi kipa. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. The word spoken today will heal you. The Lord had promised that in this month you will see angels. The ministering spirit that God has ordained to you from birth, who has the charge? To guide you on all your journey in life. May the Lord open your eyes to see them. When the angels of God are bringing your blessing. May the Lord deter the enemy from hindering you. Every 
attitude that repel angels. May the Lord take them away from your hearts. Oh Lord my God. True understanding of Jesus Christ. To be able to operate in the mind of Christ. Receiving the name of Jesus Christ. Father we bless your holy name. If you were sick you are healed. If you are sick you are healed. Your bladder is healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Your rectum is healed in the name of Jesus Christ. From your tongue to your esophagus, right through your track to your inners. If there be any lump there, I call them flush out in the name of Jesus Christ. Your liver, your kidney, if it had been eaten up by anything, I command replacement in the name of Jesus. Your heart is if it had been weakened that you are on pacemaker too. I command a new heart receive in the name of Jesus Christ. He makes all things new. As you go into a new week, all things shall be new for you. The Lord will grant you grace to excel. Your harvest shall come. Your harvest shall come. Your harvest shall come. Your harvest shall come. We are looking at Friday, which is the overcomers. Between now and that time, your harvest shall be in your hand. Your labor shall not be in vain. And your labor shall not be fed for fire. In the name of the Lord of hosts. Everything that heaven ordained for you for this season and the one that have been hindered for past, I call them to manifestation in this week. This week for you shall be a week of great manifestation of God's power, God's glory, God's mercy, God's abundance in the name of Jesus Christ. Encounters that will remain in your mind forever, you will receive in this week. I said encounter. That you will, that will remain in your heart forever. Heaven will grant you this week. The King of glory who speaks and does it. He will honor my voice over you. You will encounter God this week. 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 Those of you who have been struggling on your dream. I banish every evil spirit from your dream. I command in the name of the Lord of hosts, the power of Satan to manipulate dream be broken over you. Release from heaven angels of God who give visions in the night. Receive them as guests in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you because it's done. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I just say something to you? Those of you who are Nigerians, I don't know, you know, all of you. But if you are a Nigerian, there is a wind Satan is blowing in Nigeria of confusion. Saying that Nigeria will break into pieces. It's from the pit of hell. If anybody claims to be a minister of God and say that God told him, Satan spoke to him. None of you should pray towards that because you are praying against the will of God. I have no allegiance to human beings. Because the Lord had been showing me about Nigeria from 1986. And I've been making publications about Nigeria. That nation will be blessed as a nation, not as nations. You know, if you look at all the problems of Nigeria, they have American uh, governmental system, they have England, 
judicial system. It's confusion, you know. They are not running parliamentary system and they are going common law. Part of the problems. Oh, the constitution is biased. Absolutely biased. Even the foolish man in Nigeria knows that constitution is biased. But let me tell you who wrote the constitution. The Southerners. They are the kingpin of it. And they wrote and sold their generations to come. Now let me say this to you. If we, have, if we think on politics, it's good. But we must not apply it to spiritual. For spiritual, if Nigeria breaks into pieces, anybody, those people you will choose to rule you in your peace, are they not part of what is going on now? They are. They are. One tree, don't form forests. They will choose counsel from these people. They will choose, uh, uh, you know, you know advisor from these people. So, whoever is the ruler of Nigeria or the protégés is not the problem. They will do the same thing. If you are put there with your righteousness, the day you step into that office, your righteousness is at the door. Because there is a spirit over the country that has set up a system that is either you are sucked into it or you are outside it. So, therefore, what should you pray? Pray the will of God. With pure heart. For God, I saw a time in Nigeria. I saw that and I told Pastor Sina and the rest of them many years ago. British, British people, European people, they were queuing in the embassy of Nigeria begging for visa to go because the country was so prosperous. It's a good country to invest now. It was so prosperous. American people were begging to go into Nigeria. Because the country was extremely prosperous. I mean, they were extremely prosperous. All these uh, Arabian countries that you are seeing now, you go to Dubai, you go to all these places, you say they are good, forget it. And you will agree with me and know. In the whole of Africa, the land of Nigeria have the greatest resources in any country, given country. Mineral resources untapped so much there. In every aspect. Call any mineral. you find it in the top minerals I'm talking about. you find it in Nigeria. Okay? It's the largest populous nation in the continent of Africa. To every one, every four Africans, one quarter of Africa is a Nigeria. If you look at abroad, in Europe, America, go to the deep researchers. You'll find them there. Building all these continents. You think that God will not return them home like Nehemiah? Come on, in your lifetime you will see the restoration. You will see the restoration. But let me tell you, don't waste your time praying for nonsense. Don't waste your time putting money into useless venture that will not succeed. The Lord told me, if anybody say we'll break Nigeria, he said I should watch it. That they will be coming against his sword. And he said it will be swift to cut it. Because his, his destiny for that nation Shall not change. For those who are there now who are my, my, you know, manifesting, because all these people, they know many of them are in occult. Even those who say they are Christians have joined cultism. So, and the spirit that is working through them, if you put the most anointed man as the president of Nigeria, the day he sits on that seat, that's the end of him. As holy. The system is there to convert you Against your will to become what others are. So believers should face that spirit that resides where River Niger and River Birmingham 
mates. It has nothing to do with clan or tribe. You need to face that spirit. And you need to pray the will of God for that country. If you don't know what to say, you'll be saying, Father, intervene in Nigeria. But when he intervenes, some people you love may be casual. Okay? But I stand as a messenger of God to let the whole nation know, and the nations of the world knows this, that. Don't be loyal to tribe. Tribe is useless in Nigeria. Be loyal to God. So that when you pray that prayer, he says in Jeremiah, pray for the nation where you reside. When it prospers, you who pray will prosper. Don't let Satan enlist you with his army. And people are talking about killing, they are killing people in Nigeria. Yes, we know they are. They have been killing them in Syria. Nobody talks. They have been killing them all over the whole world. Nobody talks. And they will kill more people. You know why? The Lord told me to let you know this. Let me read this scripture. In Revelation chapter 13 verse, 4, verse 7. It says he was given... No, if you look at the beginning of that scripture, that scripture says, I saw a beast coming out of the sea. He had ten horns and seven heads with ten, with ten crowns on his horns and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. However, it says in verse 5, the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for 42 months. And then it says that in verse 7, he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. You see that? He was given authority over tribes, every tribe, people, and language. So, Christianity is not just bless me. What about kill me too? No, some of us will be martyred. When Stephen was killed, check the church, the prayer they prayed. When James was killed, in chapter 12 of Acts, check the prayer they prayed that night. That's the prayer that went to release Peter. Let me tell you, that is our God. Don't pray for about the death of a man. What you don't understand spiritual, tell God intervene. God's intervention is enough for you. You cannot tell God who have to intervene. So tell God intervene in your own way. Intervene. If just Nigeria are crying, God intervene. God intervene. They can't do it for seven days. If they call a fast in Nigeria, the, the leaders of Nigeria and say that we just want to pray this week, they begin to pray. Everybody should just withdraw from work that week. Call a national off work because what's what is proper. What, what prosperity have you? When you walk and you are going to walk, you are, you are afraid, you don't know who will kidnap you. If they just begin to tell God, intervene, inter- not less than seven days, God will intervene. And you and I owe God the duty to pray His will. I will together now, so that we will not be sucked into this cobweb of politics and determining the will of God by what you think. Alright? That nation has a future. That future is unbroken. It can never be hindered. And I believe this is the generation that will bring it to be. And the Lord strengthen and bless you. Tell your family members, please be seated. Am I calling Pastor Sidney? Pastor Sidney, please come and take our offering. 
If anybody have question about this, I'm available to discuss with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'll quickly read what we just read. Exodus 23:20. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guide you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. There's a place God has prepared for us, and we will get there. That place, he said, I will guide you, I will lead you. You're not le- we are not leading ourselves. Say, I will lead you and guide you. But the only thing we need to do is to obey. As we want to give our tithes and our offering now, let's wholeheartedly obey the word of God. That say, give your 10%. And keep 90%. And give your free will offering to the Lord himself. You know, there was a time Apostle was ministering in those years. He said, any project, God has not got resources to meet. God will not send us to, that, to do that project. And we have seen that happen in many ways. For us, he just obey. And God will do the rest. Amen. Could we please stand as we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, in this day. You have given us your word. You are leading us along the way. You have prepared a place for us. Lord, nothing can stop us getting the place you prepared for us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give our tithe and offering to your glory and to your honor. And we say, bring your tithe and offering to my storehouse. So that will be made in my house. Father, we obey your command. And we say, let the blessing that follow obedience follow us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
is worth a living because Jesus lives. It is joyous to know that we can face the future because he lives. Because the name of Jesus is the name above every other name. The name of Jesus is the name that you mention. The sea parts. Problems disappear. Sickness healed. The dead rise. The lame walk. The blind see. Just the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. And having a newborn baby. And being very sure that this child will face tomorrow. Any uncertain day you will face because Jesus lives. Lord, we give you glory. Oh, blessed be your name. So we rejoice, Lord, that you called us your children. Father, oh God, we thank you. Because Jesus is not just the way. It's the only way. Lord, we glorify your name. Lord, we present this holy offer, O God. Brought by holy people, let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. And your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please, let's be seated as I invite Pastor Fumi for the announcement. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God because this week we will all experience visitation of angels in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a few quick announcements. First, we'd like to welcome anyone who's visiting with us for the first time today. If you're visiting here at the cathedral for the first time, would you be kind enough, please, to raise your hand so we can identify you? Any hands? Any hands in the auditorium? You are most welcome. 
Welcome to Christ Faith Tabernacle, and I am sure that you have been blessed by the ministration this morning, by the worship, and everything that God has done in our midst today. If you don't belong to a Bible-believing church, you are welcome to join with us in all of our services. We're here on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., and we also are online every evening at 7 p.m. for an hour's prayer and a bit. Uh, and our Bible study. So, on your way out, we would have loved to give you a pack whilst you're seated, but on your way out, we have some sanitized packs, so please make sure that you pick one up when you leave the auditorium, and the Lord will bless you. And I'd also take the opportunity to welcome everyone who's joined us online today for the first time, whether you joined us on free conference call or you joined us on YouTube this morning, you are most welcome. And if you're not aware yet, we do have prayers every evening at 7 p.m. on Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call. The Lord bless you. Tonight, our prayers will start at 7 p.m., but it's also our communion service. So I'd encourage you to prepare for that ahead, and I am sure that you will be blessed. I'd also like to let us all know that every day we have uh, scriptures that our Father has published that we read every day. And so everyone who prays online that you hear has actually read the scriptures for the day. And we all read the scriptures of the day so that we are in tune with what God is doing in Ami. So if you do not have a copy, please contact the church office, admin at cftchurches.org. And they will be sent to you fairly quickly so that you can follow with us and join with us in what God is doing. I'd also like to remind us that today we have a special meeting this afternoon. Many of the women here, I'm sure that you have enjoyed the ministry of our mom in the house, Reverend Uma Williams, from Friday when the Women of Royal Destiny Africa Convention started. We joined the meeting at 6 p.m. on Friday. Yesterday at 4 p.m. And we went on till just before 7 o'clock last night. I won't rehash what we learned and the various seminar sessions that we had. I'd encourage you to go on YouTube and actually listen to those videos again. And if you miss them, of course, you want to listen for the first time. Uh, today at 3 p.m., though, we have the grand finale for the World Africa Convention, 3 p.m. on Zoom and on YouTube for the Thanksgiving service. And when we join them, we join them in our Thanksgiving attire. So if you're a woman in the house, I'm sure you're aware of that. That is cream or white. So please join in at 3 p.m. to celebrate with them for this, the end of this convention. And of course, we're looking forward to the international convention 
which is next month. But there will be more about that uh, in due course. I'd also like to remind us that Friday this week is a special meeting, the Overcomers Night Vigil. Overcomers Night is a covenant night. Uh, our Father in the house and our Father in the Lord, Apostle T.B. Williams, was given this by the Lord. And in addition to the first, second, and third every month, he instructed us to come at the end of the month to testify of what he has done, especially as at the beginning of the month we had put our whole month ahead of him. So Friday is the Overcomers Night Vigil, Friday the 24th at 8 p.m., and you'll be holding here in the CFT Cathedral. So workers, we just need to remember that we need to be here an hour before and praying for the whole of that hour before, and the service will start at 8 p.m. And the Lord bless you as you come. Amen. Amen. The Lord will bless us as we come. You'll be pleased to know that there aren't many more announcements. But before I step away, can I just check if Sister Chisholm, is it Sister Chisholm? Who is taking the youth announcement very quickly. And then we'll be drawing our proceedings to a close. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is just a quick announcement to state that our September youth meeting will be taking place on Saturday, the 25th of September 2021, starting at 2 p.m. and taking place on Zoom. So that's this coming Saturday, the day after the Overcomers Night. Saturday, the 25th of September 2021, starting at 2 p.m., taking place on Zoom. The Zoom meeting ID is 831-6960-6234. I'll repeat that again, 831, sorry, 69606234. But as usual, an email will be sent out to share these meeting details, including the topics and any Bible readings that you, that you can complete in, in preparation for the meeting. And as usual, it will be a global youth meeting, so that's all of our CFC branches worldwide, from Lagos, Berlin, and our sister churches, which will be amazing. And I'd like to think of youth meeting as a time for us to come together and fellowship, study the word, uh, and have honest and open discussions. And I honestly believe that the safe space that we've cultivated online, particularly within the last just under two years, is something that has fostered us the openness that we need to be able to learn from each other. So if you haven't attended before, or you've, you've missed a few meetings and you're a bit uneasy about attending, I really encourage you to join us on Saturday, the 25th of September, 2021. And I also take this opportunity to say that if you don't currently receive any of these emails, that you should send an email to cft underscore yord at hotmail.co.uk. That's cft underscore yord at hotmail.co.uk. And specifying your email that you would like to be added to the mailing list. I promise you that the information that's shared regularly from job opportunities to internship um, information programs and so much more is really, really useful. So if you weren't receiving emails in, you're missing out. So again, please make sure that you're signed up by sending an email to CFT underscore I believe that's displayed on the screen behind me. Um, and that concludes the end of these announcements. So thank you so much for your time. That's for me. Thank you very much, uh, Sister Chisom.
I heard some of that. I'm sure that she was also encouraging parents to ensure that their children attend these sessions and ensure they can avail themselves of the information that's available. And the Lord bless us all. Well, I shall call on our dad to bring proceedings to a close. Amen. Shall we rise up together, please? Turn to someone beside you and say you are blessed. Hallelujah. Let me read the blessings of God over you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May the Lord send you help this week from his sanctuary. And grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices. May the Lord accept all your burnt offerings. May the Lord grant you all the good desires of your heart. May the Lord release his angels to make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy by the end of this week. We will all be victorious in every battle by the end of this week. We will all lift up the banners in the name of our God. And may the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the one who made covenants, with, made covenant with Abraham and kept it, and the one who keeps his covenant in us. May he look at all your requests and grant them. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he tabernacle in your life. May he reveal himself to you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. Shall we lift up our right hand and then share the grace in Hebrew 13, 20 and 21. Now. May the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I shall we read together Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Turn to some beside you and read to them Psalm twenty three six. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen. There shall be chance of blessing, it will fall in your house.
according to your confession. Please be seated and the ushers will see you out row by row.